Oh, hey guys. Thank you for joining in. It is time for the officially unofficial podcast of Rockford, Illinois. That's right. It's time for Live from the 815. Life in the own five podcast episode 30 we are back we are here let's do it jake it's me it's colton st vincent is jake jake larue jake how you doing i'm doing great welcome to the big 3-0 episode Three you know everyone right. they can't wait till the 30th you know i just keep getting all those tweets everyone saying oh what are you gonna do for the 30th episode what are you gonna do i'll tell you what we did we had an interview with someone on a hockey podcast. How about that? Cody Jansen from the World Hockey Report uh, show. It is a uh, radio show that, that they turn into a podcast, so they actually get paid, and um, I don't know if they get paid, actually. They're, they're up in Canada. I'm not sure how Canadians pay people. I, I think it's, <laughs> it, it's just with friendship, so. Um, they get paid in hugs and firm handshake. Yes, and, and compliments. Like, oh boy, you look really good today. Yeah, lots of A's too. You know how many A's did you get that week? Oh, so many, so many. Um, but yeah, exactly. so we had we had Cody Jansen on from World Hockey Report. He taught us a little bit about the sport and the art of hockey. Great guy, super nice guy, fun interview. Um, crazy thing about the interview is that Skype reared its its ugly head yet again, and there's plenty of technical difficulties for those of you who are a huge fan of technical difficulties. Yeah, I'm basically not even in the interview, but you know, I was there in spirit because, uh, yeah, once again, Skype failed us. It's probably our last time ever using Skype, so. Maybe. That's Maybe. But we'll see. So, yeah, so if, if Jake sounds a little different, he's he's on this uh, via phone call right now, so uh, Skype can go suck a big fat one, and we are going to move on because we are soldiers. So, huge shout out to us. For keep on going on, huge shout out to Cody Jansen for coming on, and but now we're going to get into some real sports, some American sports. So <laughs> yeah, because hockey's so un-American. Exactly, but you want to jump into the NBA? I'm going to jump in head first, but also I'm going to do a cannonball while diving head first. How about that? Oh, that's that's insane. You're out of your mind. But we got some drama in the NBA. Uh, there's been fighting all over the place. Punches thrown, threats being made. It's been like a reality TV show lately. It's pretty fun. Yeah, so for those of you who haven't seen anything, um, obviously we couldn't break the news, but Monday night, I believe, was the game, right? Ugh. I believe so. Yeah, so, so uh, Monday night comes along. Clippers, uh, Rockets, Chris Paul's return to L.A., uh, usually it's a nice little, like, hey, thanks for what you did, hand up, everyone claps. Instead, it was just Chirp City. Um, so, we had a lot of, uh, exchanging of words. Blake Griffin and Mike D'Antoni exchanged fuck yous. It looked like, uh, Blake Griffin actually, like, went over and shouldered, uh, D'Antoni during the game, and then there was just a lot of, uh, chirping, a lot of yelling. There was some pushing, some elbowing, and then post-game... This obviously was not in any videos or anything, but Chris Paul knew some some backdoor back tunnels in the uh, Staples Center, so he had 
He had uh, Clint Capella, the center for the Rockets. Apparently, he went to the uh, front of the Clippers locker room, the front doors, and caused a distraction. And then um, Chris Paul, James Harden, Trevor Ariza, and a few other people went to the back door of the Clippers locker room and tried to push their way in. Um, This is real. These are professional athletes going all Goonies style and tried to, like, that That sounds like a kid's movie in the 2000s plan. You know, I, I love it, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take this idea from someone we've never stolen before, Dan Patrick. Who? And um, <laughs> Dan Patrick, you may not have heard of a real small, small little sports talk guy. And uh, he said he's all for the idea of there being an octagon at sports where guys can go right after games and just fight, you know. First sport it needs to be implemented in the is NASCAR. First of all, NASCAR drivers are always trying to fight. They're always bumping each other in cars, throwing their helmets at each other. Just put an octagon in the middle of it, and if you want to fight, you can go fight. Can you, you know? imagine? And Holy shit! That'd be the greatest thing. How I've amazing would sports be? <laughs> like how amazing? Like the the NASCAR crowd would literally just light on fire with excitement. <laughs> that would literally make NASCAR actually relevant. So, yeah, the first choice is NASCAR. If you bring in the NBA, it's just going to be an embarrassment because yeah. then Chris Paul, like Blake Griffin, would have been like, "Hey, Chris, let's get in the octagon," and there's no way in hell Chris Paul would risk his life like that. So, uh, it would mostly only work in NASCAR, uh, probably hockey. You know, well, and maybe has its own its own octagon. Well, they yeah, they, but they kind of been breaking up fights. I'm talking after. After the match, or after the game, you just, you know, you get out on the ice and you just slug it out. Well, you can do that now. That's the thing. You can just go, like, during the game. True, true, I guess. But it's not, you know, I'm talking, you put on, like, the fighting gloves, fighting helmet, so it's all regulated, and then they keep score. You know, it's basically a UFC <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, that'd be great. Um, so, basically, it's just the... Um, NBA's version of any reality TV show, and like you said, Jake, I'm I'm all I'm all here for it. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I love it, and uh, it's funny because the NBA, you know, you got refs throwing people out, you know, ejecting the star players left and right. Uh, the the players seem to be in you know a, a standstill with the refs. They just hate each other right now. So I think the NBA is getting ready for like a some sort of meltdown where there's some sort of encore brawl between players and refs or something. I think it's going to be like a whole like like uprising because because the yeah. day, because people want to fight. Aaron Aflalo of the Orlando Magic powerhouse oh basketball God. team literally just, just one day after he went after. Let's see how I can say this name. Oh yeah, Nemanja. Big white guy. Nemanja Jalika, big white guy from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he threw a haymaker. Yeah, but Aflalo did. But he like what what blew my mind is that Belajeka, the the big white guy, he's like seven foot, and Aflalo swung too high. How do you swing too high on a seven foot guy? <laughs> That's a really good point. And then I thought it was Thank hilarious because Guanjo, whatever his name is, put him immediately just put him in a headlock. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, you know, you time out for you, Mister Aflalo. Yeah, like you know what, come here for a hug. You tried really hard. That was that was awesome, and I hope Aflalo gets suspended, and he and the other guy 
gets nothing because he handled it so well. Yeah, I, th I thought that just cracked me up, but um, Aflala called it unfortunate, so he feels he feels uh, <laughs> bad by it. But no, I want I want him to come out to the, to the media and be like, yeah, I wanted to punch him in the face as hard as I could. Yeah, no, I just missed his face, but I would have punched him. Yeah, you should absolutely say that, and then they should get to fight. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> so that's all the fighting news that we have for the NBA. But in, in, in even funnier news out of the NBA, um, let's see, former uh, NBA player uh, Shaquille O'Neal officially had sex and made a human named Sharif O'Neal, who is a high school basketball player. <laughs> And Sharif was left off the McDonald's All-American team. So Matt Barnes went to social media and did what any other reasonable person would do. And he put this on uh, Instagram. Dear McDonald's, seeing that you made a huge mistake by leaving Sharif O'Neal off the McDonald's All-American team, I will no longer allow my twins to eat your six-piece chicken nugget Happy Meals. I hope, I hope you're happy. I know the twins won't be happy when I tell them that no more nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking my fucking head. Hashtag no more nuggets. That is word for word <laughs> what he said. Um, uh, all right, he dude. really got him right in their wallets. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's is just scrambling. They're like, we need to find one more roster spot for Sharif, so so Matt Barnes' <laughs> twins can eat. That is yeah. That is one of the funnier things I've ever seen. So, um, Jake, thoughts on the boycott? Um, I'm I'm all for it, even though I know nothing about Shaq's kid being good at basketball. Uh, but I'm I'm down for the uh, I will not get six piece chicken nuggets from McDonald's anymore. Mostly because it's not nearly enough food for me. But <laughs> I'm I'm all on the ban, you know, the ban six piece nuggets train. Hashtag no more nuggets, Matt Barnes. <laughs> so is is Derek Fisher still with Matt Barnes as like ex? I don't know. That was. And didn't, was, was he the one that, like, slept with LeBron's mom or something? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Because I was wondering, like, if if uh, Derek Fisher is, like, if he has part custody of, of these twins, like, I doubt they're worried, because Derek, because, like, Uncle Derek will just, will just take me to McDonald's. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm Derek Fisher, I would go to McDonald's and just tweet a picture of me eating a six-piece with, with these twins with no caption. Oh my god, that would be really mean. <laughs> yeah, because well, is, is Derek Fisher a coach still? What is he even doing? No, he he's he was a very bad coach, so he is no longer um, relevant in the coaching world. Yeah, it seems like all of those former point guards don't seem to be very good coaches. No, they are not. Um, <laughs> Tyron Lue, Jason Kidd included. Well, I yeah, I guess, but I'm, I mean. Go ahead. I was just going to say, because, I mean, the Cavs just went on, like, a 2-8 and eight streak, which is the worst. Uh, they went 2-8 and eight over the last 10, which is the worst 10-game stretch for uh, LeBron in 10 years. So that's that's brutal. But I guess they are just trying to learn how to play with Isaiah Thomas. So I won't write hit him off yet. And the Bucks are still struggling around 500. So these coaching coaches don't seem to be working. You know, I'm trying to find this video of Shaq and um, Charles Barkley laughing. I don't know if, if you heard this, but this is this is just good radio. Yes. Charles Barkley. 
Um, here we go. Oh, I found it. Relax, everyone. I'm, I'm cutting that in post. <laughs> Alright, so this is um, Charles Barkley and Shaq laughing at the whole drama in the um, fighting. Because one thing that we forgot to mention was that at that Rockets and, and Clippers brawl, do, uh, brouhaha, was that somebody called the LAPD. <laughs> That's really funny. That's so embarrassing. Like, yeah. like who was calling the, the LAPD and be like, like, hey, um, it's this is Chris Paul. I think Blake Griffin's gonna kick my ass. Uh, thank you. Please come. Right. Seriously. Here we go. I played in the NBA for sixteen years, and I've been on the on TV for eighteen years. This is the first time I ever heard police presence. <laughs> they got wait, wait. They got a police presence. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, wait, come on, man. Numerous social media reports that, that LAPD was called. LAPD was called. Shaq is just throwing papers in the air at this point. Come on, man. Because they, they, they would party, party. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> that is, that is great. I mean, Shaq and Charlie, that's the best show, uh, Pretty much sports like coverage on TV still is I would say inside the NBA with Charles Barkley and Shaq because they're so real and they're like I don't know they they don't really try to be you know, there's no Skip Bayless and Stephen A you know oh yeah I hate I hate Skip um, Stephen A still, yeah. still makes me laugh because literally to yeah. to this day have you ever heard him talk about Lamar Odom <laughs> no oh, okay well you. You talk as I as I find that because that is hilarious. <laughs> well, yeah, I was just saying that they're they're probably my favorite uh, sports because you know they talk real basketball and they they've actually played it. I get so sick of hearing uh, the NBA, ESPN, NBA people. All we ever hear is from Brian Windhorst about how you know what LeBron puts in his coffee. Yeah, I can't so. believe Brian Windhorst still has a career. <laughs> oh, this is good. Stuff. LeBron all the way to the top. He's like, I'm going to be the LeBron guy. Well, yeah, he he like literally just stalked LeBron to a career. Yeah, I mean, good for him, I guess. All right, here's here's Stephen A. talking about um, Lamar Odom. This this is funny. I'm going to leave it to you because if I if, 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 if it comes out of my mouth, if it comes out of my mouth, and I sit up there and I literally articulate it, the stuff that this man has done since he has been. The executive of the New York Knicks, I'm going to lose my mind. I ain't going to be able to do the rest of the show. I'm telling you right now, it comes out of my mouth. I'm not going to be able to control myself because I'm barely able to right now. I'm going to try to keep my composure. A few moments later. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny. <laughs> oh, Stephen A. That's ridiculous. I can't believe he makes so much money. But yeah, uh, Shaq and Charles definitely are more real than that, but that's that's just good stuff. Yeah, I, I can uh, laugh at Skip, but I, I just don't take him seriously. Um, so I guess that's it for the, for the NBA. What else you got? Anything? No, I'm ready to move on to the NFL, baby. Go. Um, well, the first thing, 
I gotta know. Do you follow Blake Bortles' facts on? I Twitter? sure do. I think they're hilarious. Oh my! They're absolutely amazing. You know, Blake Bortles has never lost a playoff game, including one at Gillette Stadium. Tom Brady, he's lost nine playoff games. Yeah, think about that. <laughs> yeah, explain that. Um. No, I, so we bring that up because of the what? If you don't follow Blake Bortles' facts on Twitter, I highly recommend to all of our listeners. It's, it's classic comedy. Blake Bortles is undefeated in 194 countries. <laughs> classic Blake Bortles fact. Playoff Blake wins Bortles in 2018. Played. Blake Bortles 2, Tom Brady 1. Blake Bortles has never missed an extra point. Correct. Um, Blake Bortles turned two touchdown passes to a combined 10 NFL teams. That's so good. <laughs> So, the playoff matchups this week are the uh, powerhouse Jacksonville Jaguars against the up-and-coming New England Patriots, and then after an incredible finish, the Minnesota Vikings are moving on to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so, Colton, it's actually the only game you got to watch last week was yeah, that. Yeah, the only, the only game I watched was the fourth quarter of the Saints and Vikings game, and... That was Banana Land. That was incredible. Yeah, that was absolutely awesome. I mean, what a what an amazing finish! Uh, the Vikings going up with like a minute and forty five left, and then the Saints coming going up with like you know twenty five seconds left, and you scoop it over. That was just absolutely beautiful. Even though I absolutely hate the Vikings and I was heartbroken, I can still respect a good Hail Mary. God, that was crazy. You got to feel for, what's the Saints guy's name? Something Williams? Oh, Marcus Williams, the rookie safety, who actually had a great year this year. He had a great better... game. Yeah, he had the interception that even gave him the opportunity to be in the game. So, you know, if he wasn't on the team, they wouldn't have won. And they didn't win anyway. <laughs> yeah, terrible uh, tackle by Marcus Williams led to what had to be one of the craziest just, like, environments I've ever seen. That must have been insane to be around. Chills just dr- yeah. standing so high there, jumping off your body. I mean, I'm sure they had that fake uh, crowd measure there. I wonder how loud it got, you know, that they always bring to Kansas City and Seattle. Oh, yeah. And they always break each other. Where they say yeah, it could think... start, like, tsunamis because it's so loud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I've never... Probably because it's a dome, but that when Stephen Diggs broke open, I've never heard a stadium that loud. That was insane. So the um, the skull chant might have been the coolest thing I've ever seen in real life. <laughs> yeah, so, you know who I want to give credit to for this uh, Vikings win is Mike Zimmer, their head coach, playing the game like I played Matt, where he called a timeout with like thirty seconds left. You know, and he stopped the clock, and for no reason. You know, most coaches would just let, you know, oh, well, the Saints are going to, you know, do, are going to score, and uh, we're just going to let try and stop them from scoring a touchdown. No, he called timeout and let, let his team have exactly 25 seconds. And, uh, you know, that's some great time management. It, it worked out really well, but most teams wouldn't have even had any time left because they would have let the clock run out. So... Props to Mike Zimmer and his one eye, his one good eye, 
for that. Yeah, he. I really wish he had a had a uh, eye patch. To be honest, that would just would have changed everything in my life. But alas, he does not, and alas, he moves on. And who do you have in this weekend's games? Uh, well, I'm gonna pick against the Vikings because I do not like the Vikings. But uh, it's gonna be uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go Eagles over Vikings. Uh, you know, it, both teams are incredibly similar to one another. They are the number two and number four ranked defenses in the league, and both of them and their quarterbacks are Nick Foles and Case Keenum. You know, they both have solid running games, good receivers, amazing defenses. So that'll be a real fun game to watch. I'm really hoping the Eagles pull it out. I'm picking them. And uh, I really just, I want the Jags to win. You know, I, I wasn't on their train before because they have dumb helmets and they, you know, they're kind of cocky. But nothing could be possibly more boring than a Patriots Super Bowl win this year. So I'm just hoping for parity. How about you? Um, I will take, if I have money on it, like we do, we have millions of dollars on it. I'm going yes. to pick the Patriots to win, like I've been saying since the preseason. But <laughs> yeah. I would like to see a Vikings um, ja- uh, Jacksonville Super Bowl. I want to yeah, see. A you home- definitely never took the Falcons. That that was never a thing. Oh God, that sucks. I <laughs> I really wish they didn't fucking lose to a weeks. The the Eagles aren't that good anymore. No, the Falcons blew that game. They should have scored more points. That I mean, that last pass went right through Julio's hand too. So, even more pain. Yeah, the, after seeing the catch that Julio made in the Super Bowl last year, and then seeing him drop that, just oh, that one hurt. I can't imagine being like an actual Falcons fan. Imagine, imagine being yeah. like like living in Georgia, watching the Falcons blow it, and then watching the Bulldogs blow it, and then watching the Falcons blow it again. Oh, God, what a, what a terrible life for those people. I mean, it's better than being in Pittsburgh, though. Have you seen what's been happening there? No. <laughs> well, I mean, the Steelers lost to the Jags, and, and that was that was a really fun game to watch. We haven't mentioned that last week. 45-42, to 42, which obviously everyone predicted that would be the final score. But um, And then they, if you're a Pittsburgh fan, you lose in the playoffs, then you lose your franchise baseball center fielder, Andrew McCutcheon, to a trade. And I think the uh, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins did something bad, too. So well, they're The Penguins aren't even, like, in the, in the playoffs right now. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they have, like, they're, doing, they're pulling a Blackhawks where they're having their first bad year in a long time. So Pittsburgh fans are very sad right now. Yeah, I've, I really feel for them. <laughs> Got them. Got them good there. I mean, yeah, Chicago's got it so tough. I don't know if you have seen uh, pictures, because you did mention if uh, Mike Zimmer had an eye patch. Uh, have you seen him wearing an eye patch before? He he was going to. Like, he was going to have to wear an, an eye patch for, like, six months. Well, he wore, like, a patch over his eye for a long time. But yeah. It was, like, a, a medical patch. He really... He really blew it, in my opinion. He could have easily gone with the a medical patch, but then covered it with a pirate patch. That you would know? have been the funniest but, goddamn thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, but they're the Vikings, so he didn't want to, you know, that's really off-brand. So, um, according to us, the, so who do you have as the Super Bowl champion? Not name the Patriots. Go. Not name the Patriots? I'm going to, 
ah, it sucks taking the Eagles, but I, you know, because they don't have their quarterback, but I'd probably go Eagles because I think their defense is that good, and um, I hate the Vikings. So, how well, about you? I think the only way the Patriots lose is if they lose to the Jacksonville defense this week, which means the Jacksonville Jaguars are your Super Bowl champions. You heard it here first. Oh, that would be absolutely incredible. Going from how many wins they had last year? Three? Something like that. To a Super Bowl win? Man, everybody's getting raises. So, but, uh, that's, no, uh, uh, the only thing that beats the Patriots is, is Tom Coughlin. Uh, well, Tom Coughlin. You know, they in their shootout game, they tend to win. But in a game where you can hold their offense, they can lose. They're, they're vulnerable. So all three teams that are left besides the Patriots have stellar defenses. So they're going to have a tough road. But, I mean, that that pretty much makes it for all of the uh, American sports. There's not much NFL. Or, uh, we can talk about a little MLB if you want. Uh, I, I think we could save it. There's been some fun. There's been some fun uh, moves this offseason, but things are going the stove is going to get hotter, so we'll save that for when we're closer. Still an ice cold stove. But speaking of ice, we have our friend um, talking to us about a little hockey, Cody Jansen from the World Hockey Report. Enjoy, everyone. Thanks for having me, guys. Excited to always have to help out and share some the little hockey knowledge I got. Yeah, yeah, we need that. That is the voice of Cody Jansen. Um, he is from the World Hockey Report. You can uh, give him a follow on the Twitter, and um, that is every Friday at six PM. Correct? Yeah, only Beautiful. on Twelve Ounce Sports Radio. You know, we are saving the pod or the shows, kind of putting them out as podcasts. Hope to do a separate podcast down the road here, but. We're still working on it. Yeah. It's going to take some time. Yeah, baby steps. I mean, you're talking to two pros over here and uh, me and Jake, so that's probably pretty intimidating. But, you know, just... It's yeah, just keep on keeping on. Um, Jake, we, I know... we got 29 episodes under our belt already, so... Oh, baby. You know, you know what they always say, the 29 episodes are all, all practice. 30th episode is is the cherry on top. That's a, that's a very old <laughs> classic saying. Jake, you have you have a hot hot question to uh, start off, don't you? All right, Skype looks like it's uh, doing its Skype thing. I'm sure Jake will be back soon. Cool. <laughs> Hello, I'm back. All right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, Jake, hit him with the hard hitting questions. All right, so we're Blackhawks fans, uh, you know, from birth, obviously, not after the first Stanley Cup. Definitely not that. But we're Blackhawks fans. Uh, we got all the boys back in town from our last Stanley Cup championship, and yet it's not working. We know very little about hockey. Tell us why that's not working. <laughs> well, I have no problem solving here. I mean, you know, let's stand Bowman deal with those, those type of questions. But for, from what I've seen from Chicago, obviously, they're not having a great season. They're battling some injuries. They're last in the Central Division. It's yeah, it's up and down. They've been 500. Jeff Glass on a little bit of a hot streak there. That obviously helped get the morale up. But realistically, when you're playing those backup goalies, you kind of see how valuable guys like Corey Crawford are. And 
yeah, I don't know, there's some song on it or whatever, you don't know what you got till it's gone, I think that's the whole Corey Crawford saga right now, he's been, he's been one of their better players this season, and now on the IR, yeah, I don't so, know, I hope they don't win for the long term, yeah. but other than that, I mean, they're getting a little bit old, they're not, not to rip on them, I mean, there's definitely some young guys on that team that got some good potential, but guys like Sharp, Seabrook, obviously hosts out, they're... They're just not as young as they were once, and even Duncan Keith, he's getting in the high 30s there. That's, you know, it's, it's a young man's game. Look at guys like Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid. Chicago's got a couple. Like, I mean, the Brinkett's looking real good. That camp, the Czech kid's looking good. Nick Schmaltz, UND. They're, they're looking good. They just don't have that proper mix of young and experience to do anything dangerous in the league anymore. Yeah, so we bring up Crawford being on the IR. Um, from what I've seen, it's a vertigo. Is that the softest IR injury type for uh, for being hockey tough, or is that serious? Because I personally don't know anything about vertigo. Or I have, I have, I don't know. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of it before. I've also heard that it might just be post concussion syndrome for him. Well, so I mean, you, you see how that's worked with guys like Sidney Crosby in the past. Like you know, that's a real bitch to come back from. It's that's something where it's. I mean, you need your brains for everything. Obviously, these guys got to think out there. And if you got vertical, obviously your balance is off. You know, your decision making, your reactions is off. So being a goaltender, you kind of want those. And you know, if he's not feeling good, there's no point in risking it this season when. The odds of them winning a Stanley Cup are like the Cleveland Browns winning a Super Bowl next year. Okay. Oh, it's, it's a shot. Oh, they're they're that bad. That's good. That's a good sign. Uh, um. So, so here's a really good question for you. So we have five NBA players and five hockey players, and they play two games. Game one, they're all playing a game of a basketball, and game two, they're playing a game of hockey. Which is the bigger blowout? Holy, that's a, that's a fun question. Actually, yeah. I might go down the road. You know, I would have to say hockey's going to be the bigger blow just because anyone who hasn't put on skates before, anyone can run and throw their arms in the air not to make fun of basketball. I don't actually mind the sport. The Raptors are pretty huge up in Canada here. But, you know, it's, it's a lot harder to skate than it is to just uh, put some sneakers on and run around there. Yeah, um, I think it'd be hilarious to see anyone who's... So, other, other than Chara, I don't really know anyone who's, like, that big on skates. Oh, there's a couple of guys that are pushing that whole six-foot-six range. The NHL is starting to get bigger. You see a lot more guys in that six-three, six-four. Definitely no seven-footers. Nope, that's probably not ever going to happen, but... It'd, that'd be cool to see. I I think there was a TV show a while back. I'm not sure if you guys uh, caught that. It was the whole, like, uh, the Shaq versus everyone or whatever oh, when yeah. Shaq was doing stuff. And then I'm pretty sure Shaq tossed on a pair of jets and he went for a little skate and that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's that was back in the uh, golden age of, of television. That's how it's known down here, down here in the States. Um, so here, uh, here's some more good questions. I saw a Twitter debate one time that if if Wayne Gretzky started his game right now, started his uh, career, he he would not put up the numbers that he did back in the day. Obviously, he'd he'd be good, but I, but the argument on Twitter was that he would not be the great one if he came up in uh, today's game. 
hundred percent. I completely agree with that. The game's changed so much. It's I, I've seen that debate too there a while ago, but it, it it's such a touchy subject since Gretzky is arguably the greatest player to ever to play the game. So you don't want to disrespect him like you don't want to step on Michael Jordan and say if he was going to play in the NBA now he'd only be the third best player or something like. True. Obviously, he's a hell of a player and everything, but. Is he going to put up the same points? No chance. Is he going to be able to do what he did? It's debatable. It's it's very debatable. I do think he'd be a top five player, but some of these young kids are just so good coming up. It's, you see guys like McDavid, Austin Matthews. They're young kids, and they're stepping into the league and making a direct impact in a tougher era. I mean, there's there's... More better players, the quality of players is all around better. Sorry, I think Jake's in a hurricane over there. <laughs> I heard that. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> Alright, um, yeah, so sorry to, sorry to interrupt you, but if, if you had to pick one one young player to start a franchise right now, would you go um, Matthews, Eichel, or McDavid? Oh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Eichel fan. I've, I, I just like his whole confidence, his performance. You know, it, it's really hard to go against McDavid. Obviously, he's going to be a star for the next 15 plus years. Once he gets out of Edmonton, he'll probably win a Stanley Cup or a few. It's it's very tough to go with, but I think just from an individual performance, a leader side, Connor McDavid has to be. The guy you pick. Okay. Alright. Um, alright. Some more good questions for you. If we if we call hockey jerseys jerseys, are we are we a bunch of bums? Or do we have to call them sweaters? <laughs> well, that's kind of an interesting one because you don't really hear it called sweaters too much anymore. Even, even up in Canada, most people are going with the jerseys now, so I still like sweater. I mean, the hockey sweater is something that guys wear with pride, and, you know, the jersey thing, playing hockey in the States, everyone did call it a jersey. No one knew what a sweater was. Yeah. If we, so it's, if it's, we it's start uh, seeing sweaters, can different. we call, like, what's a good, what's a good hockey term for, like, a bum? Like a bum? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard somebody call somebody else a Muppet. Is that, is that used correctly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a Muppet would be a good one. A Muppet someone who does nothing but just talk. Okay. A grocery stick would be someone who just sits on the bench and slides back and forth. <laughs> a a pylon would be someone who sucks at skating. Okay. Yeah. You know, a plug is someone who's useless. <laughs> so I I assume you've played yourself. What's what's your favorite chirp you've ever heard while playing? Oh I I don't know what it is. There's, there's too many, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of borderline ones that you, you definitely don't know yeah. how much across the line, but there, there's just been some, there's been some pretty funny ones, and playing down in the States, you, you hear, I heard a couple of funny ones, there was one guy, and it was, it was a stupid, it was a stupid shirt, it was funny, he, he actually said it to my, like, to a D-man. And he's like, he's like, oh, hey, bud, you skate like a ham sandwich. And that one just always stuck with me. That's so good. <laughs> <dumb. laughs> there was just nothing to it, but I thought that was funny, and I was like, you know, I, you know, it's a clean joke, it's a clean shirt. But yeah, it was pretty funny. And then there, there was a few other ones that were 
very borderline. It's, you know, probably should be said elsewhere. Yeah. What's your other rink? Yeah, if you... I always I always find myself losing like thirty minutes to an hour a day if I if, if I start looking up the uh, the uh, mic'd up like trash talking videos. Well, they're so funny. Oh, there's some there's some funny ones. They are. I love guys like Brad Marchand and Drew Doughty and the guys that can. That, like, I mean, they give it, they it. take it. They're, yeah, they're, they're so they're, funny. Makes it makes it exciting. So, what do you think about the? Um, NHL saying that no players can go to the Olympics. Do you like it, or do you think it's terrible marketing for the league? That's stupid, but, you know, I do see both sides of the picture. I mean, I hate Gary Bettman more than anyone else, probably more than the average person, I guess we'll go with that. But, you know, it makes sense from an NHL standpoint where they want to have the All-Star game because it makes them money. And they they don't want to take two breaks. The Olympics doesn't make them any money. The Olympics could essentially cost someone a top player for the year. I, the, the best argument I ever heard was with the, if the Olympics wants these NHL players and stuff, put the hockey in the Summer Olympics. Put it in the offseason. Hmm. It makes so much more sense. I mean, these guys don't have to take any time away from their normal NHL squad, KHL squad, whatever league it is. They don't actually affect their team. They don't affect their normal contract. And then you get to have all the best players in the world. People are dying to watch hockey over summer. I mean, you see any Canadian village, they're all they're all waiting for hockey. Oh, yeah. There's nothing else. On. So you might as well just, I, I think putting it in the summer would be genius. There's nothing else to it other than you get to see all the best hockey players in the world in the off season for a couple of weeks. That would be gold. Um, do you think, is is the, um, I mean, I haven't really looked at the roster. Is the USA roster going to look basically like the World Junior roster, or is it more like AHL players? No, it's, it's more AHL guys. I mean, all the American bus league, uh, there's a good amount of Europeans and stuff, too. The Americans took some college players, which is pretty sick. Um, definitely a big 1980 Miracle fan. Yeah. Love the movie. Love the movie. Big fan. Oh. But uh, the, the, the college kids, that are going to be cool to watch. I mean, they got Troy Perry, uh, Greenway, a few others. I can't name off the top of my head. But, you know, they're, they're going to be pretty exciting to see. Um, goaltending could be their issue. I know Maxwell's having a decent season over in Czech Republic. Legio's in Germany or Austria, wherever the hell he's knocking off nets now. So it'll be interesting to watch him. The Americans, though, They've got a, a very interesting team where they built around defense almost. Like, their offense has come from some really young players, and they, they went with a pretty experienced defensive side, whereas the Canadians kind of flip-flopped. I mean, we're more built off of offense, and we've got a lot of high-scoring guys playing over in Europe and such, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see who wins, who does good. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting tournament for just general hockey fans because you have no clue what to expect, right? Yeah. You're, most, most regulars aren't going to know any of these guys, or if they do, it's from some short stints in the show and stuff, or juniors, college, shit like that. So, you know, I, I'm excited for it, actually. I think it's going to be a good opportunity for these guys to showcase their stuff in front of the world. So that being said, who's who's going to be the favorites? Is it is it just your uh, typical like Russia Sweden type type uh, tournament coming up? Um, I gotta say Russia's the favorite just since they've got so much uh, home talent playing in that KHL Russian Super League. They've got guys Datsuk, Kovalchuk. They're they're going to be good. 
be very hard to beat. But in another sense, the Canadians have a good amount of NHL experience. I think it's something stupid. It's over 5,000 games of NHL experience. Oh, good Lord. The Americans are going to be an underdog since they don't have any pressure on them. I mean, they're really going in there. People are predicting them to just be another team kind of kicking around. Uh, I think that the Czechs might be a team you don't want to sleep on. They've got some pretty good local players coming up there, national players. Swedes will be all right. Finns will be all right. You know, excited to watch Rasmus Dillian in Sweden. That'll be pretty cool seeing him, seeing what he can do. He's a 17-year-old with kids' ridiculous number one pick guaranteed. Whoever gets him, it's going to change their franchise forever. It's you want to be last in NHL this year for that kid. Who who is last right now? Is it isn't it like Arizona or someone? Yeah, I, I do believe the Coyotes are. Sitting at the bottom, Vancouver, yeah, I guess Vancouver would kind of be like the next closest, but yeah, Arizona definitely looks destined to pick up the lead, which is disappointing. Buffalo, maybe, I don't know, Buffalo's still a little bit ahead. Buffalo's got some better players, they would really have to bomb, like, yeah. I mean, if they're, they're smart, they trade guys like Leonard, Evander Kane, and just, just start dishing off people who might win you a couple of games because, you know, if you can get that Rasmus Dillian kid from Sweden, they're comparing him to a Nick Littstrom, Eric Carlson, Cronwall. He's the best of all the world. He can yeah. score, he can dangle, he can hit. He'd probably be a top two line forward on an NHL team. The kid plays defense. He does it all. Jesus. Yeah. He's a 17-year-old. Uh, I remember uh, when I was 17, I, I'm pretty sure I, like, got on stage in front of, like, it's like 300 people and almost pissed my pants. So, And this guy's doing it in front of the whole world. <laughs> no kidding. That's, it'll be interesting to see what the hockey's like good in there in South Korea. I mean, I can't imagine big crowds or anything. It's going to be a, a pretty relaxed atmosphere. So I, I think it's going to bring in the best in guys. Like, there, There's not much distractions or other things getting to them. It's just hockey. Yeah, that's and I feel like that's what um, hockey purists want to see, right? Yeah, I, I would agree. I think it's going to be, you know, end of the day, it's still Olympic. There's a lot of people bitching about, oh, I'm not going to watch it since I don't know anyone. Well, whatever. Get over it. All right, so I guess the last thing I have here is that um, if, if, we're, if we are in the uh, trust tree, I've never gone ice skating, ever. You've never gone ice skating, eh? No, and like, I, I grew up around hockey players my whole life, and... I even interned for a hockey team, never went ice skating, but um, when I was interning for the Admirals, I would consistently wear a tie, and then I'd wear my Admirals jacket out to bars after games, and I would pretend to be players. So if you ever see, like... That's, that's a beauty move. Like, Oh, yeah. You know, you've got that well thought out. I That's props right there. And then No one has a funner time than hockey players. I don't know if funner's not a word or whatever. But, it is now. No, oh, it, it is here, that's for sure. And then, and then they you get a party with some of the boys. I mean, uh, some of those bus league American players—they know how to get in one. So, well, there was so so. My name's Colton, and then uh, this is back when Colton Sissons of the uh, Predators was the Admirals captain. So I was wearing my tie and my jacket, and some guys like, "Oh, Colton, what's up?" And then they're like, "Are you Colton Sissons?" The bartender said that, and I was like, "You're goddamn right, I'm Colton Sissons." And then I like look to my right, and across the bar is actually Colton Sissons. And I'm like, oh shit! This, <laughs> this couldn't this couldn't go uh, any worse than it is right now. 
But I played it off. Oh, dude, cool. just get your free drinks and get out of there, eh? That's exactly what I did. I was like, yeah, can I get two beers, please? And I downed them, and then I left. I was like, this is not going to go bad for me. I'm, I played it off real nice. That's awesome. That's a pretty clutch one. No, that's, no one knows how to get in one like hockey players. I'm a, I'm a firm believer of that. They, they really know how to make the most of an 82-game season and even look at the Oilers, I mean, they got their bye week coming up, and what do they do? They schedule a game in Vegas on McDavid's 21st birthday right Lord. before the bye week. Good. I bet That's... that was insane. So, so um, are the uh, are the Golden Knights for real, or is, is it just a bunch of dudes playing with a uh, chip on their shoulder right now? Oh, they're for real. They are, if you watch them play, they are one team who's just dialed in. They play as a team. Flurry's got something approved. Everyone's getting dished out of Pittsburgh. You know, they've got a solid decor. They've built their team around that. They can, they can score. I mean, Marsha shows proven his worth. The real deal, James Neal. They're good. I would not want to face them in playoffs. I think I think that's so cool. Just bring on a, a brand new team and then somehow... is it So, is this the first expansion team to, like, really take off like this? Oh, yeah. No, they are... Easily one of the best ever, well, best in the NHL for sure. I'd say probably in all the five major sports, they're probably one of the best expansion teams of all time. It's because I feel like the, the they've got are coaching, they've got good leadership. Yeah, it's, they're, they're solid. Because it seems like the uh, Coyotes are, are still recovering from it. They still haven't like gotten gotten momentum. Yeah, the Coyotes are their own situation. I mean, they've got. They've had to deal with shitty coaches, bad GM, horrible trades. Yeah, they are, they're their own worst enemy, and they're playing in Arizona. So Exactly. All right, well, final question. Uh, Stanley Cup pick, go. Oh, now you're putting me on the spot. There's a lot of teams I like. I would love to see a Tampa, Vegas. You know, I, I like Calgary. I'd love to see Calgary get to the big dance, but... You know, oh, I, I'm going to roll the tables here and go with Vegas. I, I really yeah. like them. And, I mean, I think in a seven-game series, seeing how the Flames handled Tampa Bay really sold me on this pick just due to the fact that the Western Conference teams can play those Eastern teams pretty tough. Would be nice to see Nashville get back there, but well, let's roll the tables, right? Let's go with Vegas. I like it. Put money on gold. I like that a lot. All right, well... You heard it here first, our expert Cody Jansen from the World Hockey Report. You can uh, follow him on the Twitter.com. How's your Twitter game, Cody? Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. We are uh, getting up there. I think we're 29.83 for followers. So, you know, that could be worse. But, you know, talk to us a follow at World Hockey RPT. Twitter handles are stupid. They don't allow enough letters. So, <laughs> okay. it's at World Hockey RPT. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. That was a blast. You no know what? Problem, I'm sure we'll all get to do yeah, thank you so much, bud. We will definitely have you on back in the future when the uh, playoffs roll around and you can teach us a little about um, the best uh, time for sports, which is playoff hockey, in my opinion. I'm always down. Beautiful. All right, Cody Jansen, everyone. Let's hear it for him. Woohoo! Woo! All right, thanks, bud. Hey, no worries, guys. Thanks for having me on. I do appreciate that. I'm sure we'll keep in touch and then, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get you on for a couple of funny stories on one of our shows. You got it. Sounds good to me. All right, everybody. Take care. All right, thank you. Pretty good, huh? That was awesome. Yeah, you, thank you. You nailed it. Thank you. So, again, <laughs> big, 
Big thanks to uh, Cody Jansen from the World Hockey Report. We le- we are now hockey aficionados, some may say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he taught us everything we need to know. So now our show will be fifty percent hockey talk, fifty percent uh, Game of Thrones slash politics. Yeah. So speaking of Game of Thrones, have you, did you finish? No, my power. I had all sorts of problems last night with my power. I wasn't able to watch it, but uh, tonight should be the night I watch the finale. So once Jake watches that finale, I expect the Game of Thrones episode to be dropping hot. Um, but I guess since we don't have any Game of Thrones talk, we can do a nice little MySpace top eight. Are you ready, Jake? What's your MySpace? Put me on your top eight. What's your MySpace? Put me on your top eight. What's your MySpace? Put me on your top eight. I am ready. You want to start us off? Sure. All right. So this this came about because of the Hawaiian missile scare that happened, where there was the um, emergency alert. It, it said this is not a drill and. All of Hawaii was panicking and going frantic, trying to find shelter, because they thought a uh, missile was coming towards them. And then, a few minutes later, it was, uh, hey, just kidding, that was a mistake. (laughs) And um, more stories have come out that have said there's two separate buttons, and reports say that they're in different rooms. So, it's, it's very tough to mistakenly push that button and send out that alert. So... My wokeness woke up, I guess you could say, and I fully believe that they that there was an actual missile coming, and they did not think that they could stop it, so they sent out the alert to be safe, and then they ended up stopping after they sent out the alert, and 20 years from now, when the actual story comes out, I'm going to sound like a genius. That's how you, yeah, that's genius to get that out there now, but, um... Yeah, that was that was crazy. I couldn't imagine living in Hawaii and for thirty six minutes you think, Well, this is it, we're gonna die. You know? Yeah. You know I what? saw I saw a fun uh, little uh graph on Reddit about that and Pornhub posted their uh what you know, their activity during that thirty six minutes in Hawaii. Yeah. And it went to absolutely zero during that time. And then right after it was announced that it you know, it wasn't real. It shot up through the roof. <laughs> and the top comment on that was, uh, it, you know, I, I wonder if anyone was able to pull off the, you know, well, we're about to die, so we might as well do this, you know? Yeah. Like, this is our last moment on Earth. We might as well, you know, do it. And I, I really want to know, because that that's one of the only opportunities people would ever have to actually pull off that, that move. And uh, I want to know if anyone did it. Yeah, so it was, yeah. it was just chaos. One thing that I uh, just thought about yesterday was when it came to sports, the the PGA tournament was in Hawaii. So, so the PGA just like there were so many big names, and it might not even like be a thing right now. Oh my god! Is Tiger Woods there? Um, he, I don't think so. But then again, he's Tiger Woods, and he's probably just vacationing and just slamming honeys. True. Well, we we can't lose Tiger Woods, but uh, no, that would that would have been insane if they just. That's probably what they were aiming for. Is like, we got to take out America's number one cash cow, <laughs> golf, the Sony Open. <laughs> that's what they were aiming for. Exactly, but thank God they didn't. Um, 
So golf is still alive. All right. Um, but yeah, so, so MySpace top eight of conspiracy theories. Number one, Hawaii missile. Number two, go, Jake. I'm going to take the entire Mandela effect, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard of, but that's pretty much the uh, sensation of you remembering something from the past, and you're 100% sure in that it's true, but it's never been true before, and you just look like an idiot. Uh, a couple examples. The Bernstein Bears. That's not that's not how you say it. It's the Berenstain Bears. That's crazy. It's spelled B Z R E N S T A A I N. Stain. Berenstain. So that there's one. Another a couple more just to really blow your mind. It's not Oscar Meyer. It's pronounced that, but it's spelled Oscar Mayer. M A Y E R. I, I I wouldn't believe it if I heard it. And uh, the Monopoly Man does not have a monocle. Never had a monocle. That, what? That's just something we made up in our head. What? Yeah. I have been yeah. playing Monopoly for so long, and the Monopoly Man does not have a monocle? Get out of town. He doesn't. It, it, it's insane. So, you know, there's a lot of theories behind this. Either these are all memories coming from different universes, you know, where, you know, alternate timelines where that actually is how it's spelled and the Monopoly Man actually does have a monocle, you know, and all these curious George does have a tail, but it, in uh, reality he doesn't. So curious I George just too many. Curious George doesn't have a tail? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the, the Mandela effect is insane. This is... I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> everything, you should look up everything you remember from your childhood and make 20, sure it's not a lot. 20 examples of the uh, Mandela effect. Um, Monocle, Pikachu's tail is in black, the Bernstein Bears, Curious George. Darth Vader never <laughs> says the line, Luke, I am your father. No. Search your feelings, you know it to be true. I knew that one. Um, CPO isn't all gold. C C3PO, I mean. Yeah. Um. What? Kit Kat doesn't have a dash in between. What? <laughs> um. Life was like a box of chocolates. Was the actual. Line, Hannibal Lecter never said hello, Clary. This is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, well, that's our... <laughs> I, 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 I could count as several in our top oh, eight. God. There's just so many, so many mind-blowing things happening. Yeah, if you, if you just want to blow your mind, just Google the Mandela effect, and you'll find a ton of examples of stuff that doesn't make any sense. Fruit Loops is spelled F-R-O-O-T, Loops? That's stupid. <laughs> oh my god. This is nuts. Okay. Well, I'm sure you guys can tell from the silence that I'm blown away by that one. <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah. Jesus. Alright. Man, that just took like all the energy out of me. I'm freaked out. <laughs> Your whole life is a lie. It is. Well, let's see. What do I have next? The next one I have is is, is the moon landing. 
Um, this one just cracks me up, how people don't think this is real. So, um, <laughs> yeah. if, if you somehow don't know, people think that the moon landing is a hoax, and it was all smoke mirrors and cameras um, created by the government to basically push that they were advanced in, in science and to think that they were... Was it uh, JFK that did it? Well, it was, a, it was a space race, remember? Like, we were racing Russia. First people to get in... They beat us into space, and then we beat them to the moon. So we did, uh, we did like, jump them a lot. They, they were into space way before us, and we, you know, we ended up jumping them and uh, getting to the moon, so... Yeah, that, that cracks me up. Um, I don't, like, but people still don't think that we've ever been to the moon. Yeah, well, people are dumb. People also think the Earth is flat, so, and Kyrie Irving thinks that. He's a professional athlete. Yeah, he's a millionaire, and he he currently thinks that. But, I guess, yeah, so the moon landing is number three on our list. Go, four. Number four, I have a sports theory that I've definitely heard before, but, uh, Michael Jordan retiring for the first time was not because he wanted to play baseball, but because he avoided a uh, suspension for gambling. Uh, we know Michael Jordan loved playing cards and kind of loved, you know, a little bit of gambling with his friends. So uh, they, think, they think there might have been a suspension there, and that's what forced him into baseball at the top of his game. You know, three straight championships goes to play baseball. It's a, it's a very strange thing. So... Uh, you know, a lot of people speculate that he had a suspension and he was just avoiding having to serve it by playing baseball. Yeah. So, you know, I don't like to dirty the name of the all-holy Michael Jordan, but uh, that's that's the theory out there. People, Some people still believe that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that is crazy. I've also heard that he... Uh, did it because he had such a gambling debt that he had to agree to um, play for the White Sox organization because the guy he was in debt to Jesus. What was that? What was that? There was like a loud beep that sucked. Alright. <laughs> it didn't happen for me. Good, good. I'm glad you didn't hear that. I hope, I hope no one else heard that. I hope, I hope I'm going crazy. God damn. <laughs> I'm definitely going nuts right now. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't do anything. But uh, let's, let's keep going. That's another. We just started our own conspiracy theory. <laughs> I think I'm just going crazy and my like mind is just melting right now. I've also been watching a lot of Black Mirror. So there's just so much going on right now mentally for me. I'm just falling apart. Uh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, our whole world has been broken down, and now you got ringing in your ear. It's probably because you figured out that it was the aliens, and, uh, or that we have never been to the moon, and now the aliens are buzzing into your head telling you to shut up. Well, funny you say that. Number five on our list is aliens, in general. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't see that as a conspiracy. I, I'm, I'm pretty confident aliens are well, real. People don't believe in the uh, Roswell, Area 51... Um, I do. I'm full in. I'm on like I'm 100% in on aliens. I think they came down. Um, I think if anybody wants to win any election in the future, just break out though. Like if say if if I become president, I'm going to release Area 51 stuff, and you win. <laughs> yeah, 
And, and actually, no, then you're killed by your own secret service. <laughs> yeah, well, you well that's and then say that like like in, like in your speech, like don't tell anyone that you're gonna say it. Say, go to your speech, go to like one of the last presidential debates, and be like, you know what, I may have these issues, but if I win, I'm going to release Area 51 footage, and if I die before I do it, that's them covering it up. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that would definitely get a lot of votes. But uh, I want, yeah, I want to know what the government knows because I truly do. You know, people are call you crazy, like, oh, why would the government hide that from us? Why would they tell us? You know, people are so dumb. Once, once, you know, a, a single person is dumb, but all of humanity in general, very dumb. Like, yes. we would have people shooting just start shooting their guns into the sky thinking they're going to shoot some aliens down. People do that like, already. All hell is... Exactly. And if, if they knew aliens were real, no, yeah, you cannot tell the people that aliens are real. If, if, if aliens if are real, are. we're going to die no matter when they want to like come down, you know? Yeah, we're just going to start nuking the sky for no reason. You know? It's, just, it's insane. So, I don't trust American people to know about aliens. I'm just going to well, I trust, I trust myself, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, well, that's, uh, what, number five? Yeah, that, I think that was number five. Uh, for number six, I have a couple of draft rigging theories. Uh, some people speculate that the NBA rigged the 1985 draft so the New York Knicks can get Patrick Ewing because their franchise has, has been absolutely terrible for so long that uh, they needed a, a superstar, and they ended up winning the uh, draft lottery to get their man. And, uh, you know, you could also throw that conspiracy onto the Bulls getting Derrick Rose, because what was it, like a 1% chance they get they get the number two overall pick? Something like that. They get them, and they draft the kid from Chicago. That's another one. But the other one that people actually think was rigged was actually an NHL draft. It was so deep that the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins in 2005 had been terrible for so long that they were rigged supposedly to get so they could get Sidney Crosby and save their franchise. Yeah. You know, which it sounds crazy, but really not. Because why wouldn't the NHL and the NBA and all these leagues want their teams, especially teams in pretty big markets, to do well? You know, it just makes sense that they would want that. So I, I think that these are. You know, they're crazy and whatever, but they're very possible. So as you were saying that, I was doing a little research, and I came across the LeBron's mom thing that we that we said earlier. It was Delonte West. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, not that. Yeah, the day after the Cavs were eliminated from the 2010 NBA playoffs by Boston, Delonte West was seen with, with LeBron James's mother, and it is, it is thought that Delonte West was carrying on an affair with LeBron's mom. Um, uh, and then LeBron found it out. It, it it destroyed team rapport and thus ended Delonte West's career since he did not sign with anybody after. Because <laughs> LeBron runs the entire NBA. Well, because like the whole NBA like found out like what happened. Like that's a terrible team rapport thing. Yeah. Oh, to- totally. You can't talk to your best player's mom. That's <laughs> not good business. Um, alright, so am I up for number seven? You are up for number seven. Alright, this is great. This isn't even a sports one. It's probably the oldest one that we've said so far. You ready? Hit me. 
An apple a day keeps the doctor away. That is a load of horse shit. <laughs> is that a conspiracy? Yeah. <laughs> it sure is. By the Apple company? Yes. Yeah. The the big man, the big money, big boss Apple man came across and said, you know what? Literally Here's, Apple. The phone company. The phone company said an apple a day keeps a doctor away. Which is why that they, they created such an addictive device as the cell phone because I don't know if you knew iPhones have traces of, of nicotine in them and that is why the government sells them and that is why everyone is so addicted to their cell phones just figured it out next topic yeah thank Steve Jobs yeah and and then and then that's and then I think the uh, last person that found that out was the one that murdered Steve Jobs oh man this, this conspiracy is going even deeper. I think we're kind of getting off the rails with our conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I'm going to go with, for our last one then, number eight on our, my say top eight, is Cal Ripken's record streak of games played was saved by a power outage. Hmm. I mean, well, I, this sounds pretty... Uh, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense. There was just happened to be an electrical failure that affected uh, Camden Yards. Um, you know, Ripken might have been unable to play after he got into a fight with uh, Kevin Costner, is actually the story, which is hilarious. He got in a fight with Kevin Costner and may not have been able to play that night. And then all of a sudden, Camden Yards has, you know, a power out. You know, an MLB stadium just has a power issue. Conspiracy theory sounds likely to me. Those two look a lot alike. Costner and Ripken? Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny, isn't it? Costner the one who feel the dream? Yeah, so so maybe his wife was just confused because she thought Cal Ripken was um, Costner. <laughs> That's very likely. Well, that is our MySpace top eight of uh, conspiracy theories, and I think we dug deep. And to be honest, if we're in the uh, trust tree, I think we dug a little too deep. Um, yeah, I, I don't think this this episode's even going to be on the internet for longer than thirty seconds because the government's going to take it down. Yeah, there's a, there's a very good chance the government finds me for my Apple take. So. I, I just want to say thank you for everything, world. It's it's been real. Um, the government. I, I, we literally said this into our Apple phone. Oh we, shit! We said this <laughs> right through the microphones of our Apple phone. So I oh. doubt we're even we live past this show. Oh man. Well, yeah, the government did it. If if I die before I wake, um, that's why. I think you're gonna die before you post this episode. So if this episode gets out. You are lucky to be hearing it. If this doesn't get out, if this episode never drops, Jake, you better call someone because <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> what am I going to do? Who am I going to call? I'm using Apple phones to call. Oh, man. You know, just, just run. Run to the police station. Well, oh, please, God. I'm probably all on Apple, too. Oh. They're all working on Mac. God damn it. This is it. This is the end. I'm actually kind of nervous right now. <laughs> <laughs> we should write a movie about this. Well, if if I if I make it long enough to write a movie, I'm, I'll do it. 
Yeah, but then we'll be killed before that comes out for sure. Holy shit, this is crazy. You know, it would be great for our show, though, if we got, you know, killed by Apple. Yeah, but... People would definitely be interested. <laughs> no, well, no way, because, like, no one's going to know, because the episode's not even going to be uploaded. Ah, uh, true. True. Apple's got us in a corner here. God damn it. All right, you know what? We'll just cut that whole thing in post. <laughs> the entire conspiracy. <laughs> We're just going to... Oh my god, I'm I'm really nervous. This whole Curious George thing threw me through a loop, and now this whole death thing. Uh, Alright, well, you want to wrap it up? I do. Um, Have you seen any movies or TV shows lately? Yeah, I just watched the movie Paddington, which is about (laughs) a bear who goes to London. Really manly, and really tough, and just a badass action film. But I, I watched it because Paddington 2 is in theaters right now, it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, through over 150 reviews, which is like, like almost, I think it's coming up on the longest streak ever of having 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I understand why. Because to get, you know, all it takes on Rotten Tomatoes is for, um, you, you either give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, basically. So, it's impossible to give this movie a thumbs down. It is so adorable. I, I haven't seen the second one, but the first one, I don't know how anybody gave it a thumbs down. I think it has a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. It it's is got... The, the most charming, adorable movie I've ever seen in my life. And uh, it's about a bear, and he's got an English accent, and it's so adorable. And every movement he makes is just... You know, you just love the guy. It's, it's incredibly charming. Like, it's awesome. So I highly recommend it, especially for you, Colton, because I know you'd love it. <laughs> it's I'm sure I would. It's got 160 reviews, and they're all fresh. 100% fresh certified Paddington 2. I mean, if you don't like this movie, you're probably evil. Like, it is the nicest movie in the world. If you don't like it, you're just a bad person. Let's see what Paddington 1's got. Drum roll, please. Can't find it. Just kidding. All right. How the the hell isn't, isn't this on Rotten Tomatoes? It is. I think it's got like a ninety-nine percent. Well, I'm trying to find it, Jake. Ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. How'd you find that? I have God damn it! Audience score is only eighty percent, but uh, brutal. That, that's understandable, though. It's not like because the, the audience actually gives it like a grade. The critics either give it, you know, rotten or or good or or it's a tomato, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They it's it's either fresh or rotten. And that's got only three people out of 141 said it was rotten. Yeah, and those are just bad apples, obviously. Those are rotten apples, some may say. I just came up with that, so that was crazy. It's actually on Netflix, so you should all go watch it right now. So, yeah, so so Jake's big one is Paddington. Um, I have two. I saw, um, I finally saw It. That movie's crazy. It's awesome, though, right? That's a really good movie. The kid from Stranger Things is hilarious. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the best kid actor. That kid is so goddamn funny. <laughs> the line where he says... So, like, the fat kid is, like, given the whole um, history of, of the town, and he's like, yeah, the town actually started as a, a beaver trap. And then the kid from <laughs> kid from Stranger Things turns to his friends like, it's still his fellas, am I right? And he goes for a high five and nobody gives him a high five. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, yeah, that was classic. That's good stuff. So I would give that a thumbs up. And then the other movie I saw is Pitch Perfect 3. Oh, God. How was that? It was awesome. It was... It's, it's oh, still yeah. hilarious. Wait, are you saying, oh, yeah, because you forgot I'm a huge Pitch Perfect guy? No, I, I knew you were a big Pitch Perfect guy, and I say, oh, yeah, because I knew you were going to say it was awesome. Oh, it's, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Great. The ending got me emotional, but I was I was on a date and I was trying to like act really tough. So I was just I was like literally I was looking at the corner of the movie theater. I was like, if you cry right now, you are the biggest pussy in the world. <laughs> oh. Um. So uh, just a quick question on that date where you were trying to look tough by not crying at Pitch Perfect Three. Uh, did you pick the movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think your toughness rating went out the door right then. Though. And then this, <laughs> the movie. So every every like every movie theater up here has like a bar in it. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's way cooler than ours. I want to. So we like went to the bar and we got like a cocktail to to share uh, before the movie, and um, <laughs> I picked it and it was like it's like tropical fruity drink. <laughs> <laughs> So nice. yeah, I picked I picked Pitch Perfect three. I picked the cocktail, and then I almost cried at the end. So I'm um, pretty sure she thinks she was on a date with a homosexual male, which is which there's uh, nothing wrong with that, you know. But just it's it's just not not me. That's not my game. It's it's not the best way to pick up women. No, it's not. Opinion. Actually, it's 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 not the worst, you know. <laughs> it's the be- it's one of the better ways to hang out with women, but it's not one of the best ways. To get them all hot and bothered. Hot and bothered is rice. So <laughs> that um, those are my two movies. Both I both give them the, the thumbs up. I guess. What I, so I have this, this this personal thing. I either say they're fresh or they're rotten. That's just something that I just came up with right now. Um, That's genius. Yeah, thank genius. you. Mark. Let's let's call this the the rotten apple uh, rating. Ooh, I like it. So I like. From, you know what? Let's just do from zero to two apples. Two apples being good, I'd give them both 1.75 apples. Wow, that's, that's really high. I feel like that's a little high if we're only giving ourselves two apples. <laughs> I guarantee you Paddington is two apples. Two out of two apples. <laughs> wow, two apples for Paddington. That's crazy. I, I guarantee you get as emotional as you... More emotional than you did. You, you will be crying compared to Pitch Perfect. It is it is a great movie. Well, the reason it like got me crying was because well, not, or not crying cuz because I'm a man is because I didn't cry. It's because I'm a sucker for like anything that's like the end of something. So they like they said it was it's like the <laughs> end. <laughs> well, it's a sucker for ends of movies. <laughs> well, it's like it's like the the trilogy, so it's, it's like the end of like a, the era, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you could. Hopefully, hope to God they don't make like a four, five, and six of Pitch Perfect. Well, well, that's why I thought Toy Story three was so sad, and then all of a sudden they're making like Toy Story four. I'm like, well, then why did I cry like six <laughs> times in the uh, theaters? Yeah, then why'd you make me cry so much, Toy Story? God damn. Well, I guess that concludes episode thirty. Final thought, Jake. Go. Show. Um, just go see Paddington. It's on Netflix, damn it. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, my final, final thought, thought is um, the Hawaiian missile story is going to be crazy in like 30, 40 years. 
Well, yeah, absolutely. And also, please don't kill us, Apple. We should. That's our final thought. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that is a consensus final thought. Do not kill us, Apple. We're huge fans. Um, sorry, I called you out on your Apple a day keeps the doctor away. I'm terrified. All right, well, follow us on the Twitter.com at BackupQB underscore blog. Um, go to BackupQuarterback.com. Follow me and Jake on Twitter at Colton Savitz and at JakeLaRue1. Go to at World Hockey Report. That is at World Hockey RPT on Twitter to follow Cody and, and the boys over there. Big thank you for to Cody Jansen for coming on. Um, big thank you for, to Apple for not killing us. Big thank you to Paddington yeah. for giving Jake one hell of a night. Big thank you to the girls from Pitch Perfect for making me almost cry, but I didn't because I'm a badass. God, that would have sucked. But I didn't cry because I'm because I'm cool. Um, and uh, go to backupquarterback.org. Go to YouTube. Uh, Backup quarterback Colton. Go to Facebook. Give us a like. Uh, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Um, anything else, Jake? I think that does it. All right. Well, from me and Jake and our whole squad, like we always say, keep it 100. We always say that. Yeah, always. Yes. We always give nice little tips to everyone at the end. So everyone who sticks in at the end lives a safer, better life, you know? Yes. Wear your seatbelt, salt your driveways, pay your parking tickets. Absolutely. Great. Uh, close your windows at night. You don't want to catch a cold. You don't. All right. Well, that's it. I'll see you. Bye. I'm through with standing in line. The clubs will never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never going to win this. Life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Tell me what you want. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs and a bathroom I can play baseball in. And a king size tub big enough for 10 plus me. Yeah, what you need. I need a, a credit card that's got no limit And a big black chair with a bedroom in it Gonna join the Mile High Club at 37,000 feet Been done that. I want a new tour bus full of old guitars Mine star on Hollywood Boulevard Somewhere between Cher and James Dean is fine for me So how you gonna do it? I'm gonna trade this life for fortune and fame Cut my hair and change my name Cause we all just wanna be big rock stars And live in hilltop buses Driving 15 cars The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap We'll all stay skinny cause we just won't eat And we'll hang out in the coolest bars And the VIP with the movie stars Every good gold digger's gonna wind up Every playboy bunny with a bleach blonde hair And well, hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star I wanna be great like Elvis without the tassels I raid body guys that love to beat up bastards Sign a couple lot of grass so I can eat my meals for free I'm gonna dress my ass with the latest fashion Get a front door key to the Playboy Mansion Gonna date a Santa phone that loves to blow my money for me So how you gonna do it? 
gonna trade this life for fortune and fame I'd even cut my hair and change my name Cause we all just wanna be big rock stars And live in hilltop bosses driving 15 cars The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap We'll all stay skinny cause we just won't eat And we'll hang out in the coolest bars And the VIP with the movie stars Every good gold digger's gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with a bleach blonde hair And we'll part out in the private rooms With the latest dictionary of today's Zuzu They'll get you anything with that evil smile Everybody's got a drug dealer on speed now Well, hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star I'm gonna sing those songs that offend the senses Gonna pop my pills from a best dispenser Get washed up singers writing all my songs Let's sing them every night so I don't get them wrong Well, we all just wanna be big rock stars And live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap We'll all stay skinny cause we just won't eat it we'll Good gold diggers gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with a bleed